Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. It's good to be with you this morning, you know, and we thank God for that and uh, kind of running a little late. Here I was, you know. So anyway, we thank the Lord we made it. Amen. So um, uh, let me say this is um, when circumstances are bigger than you, uh, who do you um, guide you? Who, who guides you? You think about it. When circumstances are bigger than you, the things that come against you, what do you do? Well, we're going to talk about David um, over in the First Samuel, the 17th chapter. We're going to talk about David. When David was a young man, a young teenager, uh, tending his father's uh, sheep, um, when he faced Goliath, the giant, a, the, the scripture says a mighty warrior. Um, and uh, it said, what, what made David victorious over, over this great warrior? Well, in 1 Samuel, the, uh, over there, he says, uh, uh, I think it's the 40th verse, it says, and, and choose him five smooth stones. This is David. David said, this is what he's going to do. Choose five small, uh, false, small spoons. I mean, <laughs> spoons, I'll get them out of here. Uh, stones. But when David picked up these five stones, he was very careful in uh, in how he gathered them up. And, you know, you go on, how do you know that the Scripture says this? Well, it says he chose, he chose. Um, he didn't just choose any old stones, but he was very careful in choosing five of the best smooth stones he could find. The first one I'm going to use is the first stone that we should use and that David used, I believe, was prayer. Saul equipped David um, with a wonderful armor, I guess you could say. Saul equipped David, a helmet, a coat of mail, um, an armor, the uh, sword. Saul gave David the the finest equipment that David could have. And David refused to use this armor because he had not proven it. And so it goes on. He, he knows nothing about this armor. And as, as we fight against the rulers of darkness, and we do, every one of you do, uh, when we fight against the rulers of darkness, we need to use what has been proven successful. Um, number one, I guess you could list it like this. 
we must keep the channels of communications with headquarters, which is God, keep them open. Now you think about it. You need to make sure that that channel that reaches out to God is open. Um, I don't believe David was ignorant of the battle that was going on. I, I can see him uh, out there tending his sheep with his uh, uh, hands raised and praying. I believe he's worshiping God. I believe David was a person that continued to worship God. So the first thing, or, or I could say number one, he was a praying person. And then the second thing I see, I believe he was, a lot of people don't do this anymore. This is, you know, contrary to their living, I guess. Fasting, setting aside some meals uh, so, you know, so that the commanding officer will see that he's earnest and that he's waiting in command. And then another thing is, I believe, is being ready is actually having a, having a Bible before, a Bible study, knowing uh, the Word of God. The Bible tells us that we are not to be ignorant of God's Word. That was the first stone. So the second stone, I, I believe, was endurance. Hang in there, I guess you could say. He endured the ridicule of Goliath. I mean, regardless what the enemy said, and, and sometimes a people, Christian people, realize uh, when, well, let me say, when the enemy comes against them, they don't realize if they're ignorant of uh, of God's word and they're not enduring um, they lose a battle David um, when it came to Goliath Goliath made fun of David I mean David is a small young man he cursed him uh, by his God and he said you know he said he's going to cut up his head and feed him feed his head uh, to the birds. Uh, well, when you when you uh, uh, let's see when you're in line with the Lord, the world will curse you. Let me say that. When we are serving God, people kind of look down upon us. I might throw this in there, but one day this is all going to be over, and I, I believe we, we live real close to the coming of the Lord. And when, the, when that takes place, then we're not going to go through ridicule. Now, the people that are left here will go through ridicule if they, mom or dad or uh, somebody of their family went home to be with the Lord and they began to realize, well, that was really true. God was going to take them home, and then they turned their life over to God. Um, if you don't go along with them, they, they call you all manner of things. You're just not with it. If you don't go 
their way. You think about that. When we are ridiculed by the world, we should rise up and take a stand for God. Mark the, uh, or Matthew, the fifth chapter, verse 11. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and it, and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You know, can't you just see uh, this young man? <clears throat> he was a praying man. In fact, he, if you go in the book of Psalms, you find over and over where that he uh, was praying and reaching out to God. Can't you just uh, see David rejoicing before old Goliath? So that's, uh, that's the uh, second stone. The thir- third stone, I believe, that he used, he knew he was um, uh, backed by a-, a firm that couldn't uh, and wouldn't fail. Let me say that. He was backed by a firm that couldn't and wouldn't fail. You think about that. If we're serving God, we are backed by the Almighty God. You know, we need to begin to realize He is there if we'll reach out to Him. He will see us through. Wouldn't it be uh, great to work for a, a firm that treated uh, you with love and patience and you have um, uh, this company that it would back you regardless of what, uh, you know, they would... Be, be, be behind you if you would just uh, stand for him. Well, David in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, verse 45, 45, he said, David said, David said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee, watch this, in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom thou hast defiled. So David had somebody standing behind him, and that was a heavenly father. David told Goliath that he came in the name of the Lord of hosts. David wasn't doing it for himself. He wasn't, he wasn't doing it for his family or anybody else. He was doing it, this for the Lord. You know, he knew God's promise to Joshua when um, would still hold true, where Joshua said, you know, you put the word before you, Joshua 1.8. I mean, you could read it. But he says, Joshua 1.5 says, there shall not any man be able to hurt you. That's what, uh, that's what, uh, uh, the Word of God told uh, David. David stood upon the Word of God. When we face the world and oppositions, remember the church. We are backed by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Think about that. And the fourth stone, I guess you could say, he recognized the true conflict. Verse 26 says this, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that should defile the armies of the living God. So 
he had somebody behind him and he knew that God would support him. David wasn't looking at the size of that man. He wasn't even looking at the, at the man when you come right down. He had his eyes turned up to heaven. I believe this. This wasn't a conflict between, stone, with, between a stone and swords. They, they, it wasn't a conflict between David and Goliath. This was a conflict between Israel and the Philistine. This, this was a battle taking place on a spiritual plan. There was a battle between heavenly and the spiritual underworld. We, whether you realize it or not, when we stand for God, the enemy, uh, Satan, is there trying to dis, dis, actually destroy us and discourage us. So we need to begin to realize when we come out and stand for God, Satan is there trying to fight us. You can go back in the book of Job. It kind of gives you a pretty good picture of this. It's uh, The enemy is going to try his best to take you out. So David wasn't looking at the size. He wasn't in conflict with stones and sword. He wasn't in conflict between David and Goliath. He wasn't in conflict between Israel and the Philistine. This was a battle taking place in a spiritual plane. You know, I'm going to go back here a little bit. When we are faced with uh, circumstances and things, um, the enemy, Satan is, is our enemy and his host of demons. They will try to discourage you and, and cause you to be uh, lose the battle. So we've got to begin to realize this battle is between me and God, and I'm going to win. If David had looked at the weapons, he would have lost. If he would have looked at the soldiers, he would have begin, became discouraged. But David looked at the true conflict. He saw the battle between the false and the living God. So God is almighty, and he's going to win in every, in every situation. So you need to begin to realize that. When we are fighting against the pressures of this life, let us remember we are dealing with the arsenal of the enemy. The, so we need to, the real battle is taking place on the, on a, in a spiritual plan. So, you know, you stand for God. No matter what, comes against you. Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of darkness of uh, this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. That's where our battle's at. Who are, I guess I could say, who are you and I fighting? We are fighting the evil forces of hell all the uh, enemies of, of God. We cannot win with the armor of Saul. We have to put on the whole armor of God. So when we got the armor of God on, you're going to win. 
So the fifth stone, I guess you could say, he had faith in God, that God would use what he had. Amen? So, you know, down, down through the years, God has always been faithful to use what man had. With David, it was the five smooth stones. With Re- Rebekah, it was a pitcher of water. With Moses, it was a rod. With Elijah, it was a mantle. With Rahab, it was a scarlet robe. God will use what you put uh, for him and use it with him. Uh, The five stones, or the, I guess you could say they are the five dirt clods. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I mean, if it's the five stones or dirt clods, it doesn't matter. Our faith is not in the weapon. Paul said this, Second Corinthians, I believe Second Corinthians, the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You know, if you're fighting a battle right now, or if you have been, just as David, pick up the five smooth stones and win. So number one would be prayer. Number two, endurance. Number three, Know that the Father is with you. Number four, know that the battle is not on the human side, but it's a spiritual battle. Number five, you need nothing. God is big enough. You need nothing. Just stand with God. Put your fire, put your... uh, uh, faith in God and continue to believe Him, and God will see you through no matter what. And we're going to face situations, we're going to face circumstances we don't understand, but just stand for God. Amen. We're going to close, and so we hope and pray that you got something out of this. So, Father, right now we ask you to touch those lives, that this healing hand and the power. And the saving hand, God, be upon that, upon that person, upon those per- people. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this. And we ask you in the name of the Lord, the one that's greater than all things. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030. A 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.